This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet robe let's just get right into it today because we have our boots on the ground from BravoCon, the one the only is she recovered yet miss sarah farasia it takes me days now to recover you guys you know what being in your early 40s uh it does shift there is a shift when you hit 40 there really is david wouldn't know this he's 39 but when you hit 40 it's there's a shift, baby. And uh, I feel it. you know, the thing about Vegas that I forgot. And I love the idea of smoking. You know, it looks fabulous. Just mm. having a big like I love the way it looks, but I fucking actually hate smoking. I really do. And you thank you. Thank you. It's the worst. No, it's the worst. I t- you're absolutely right. I take back how I thought it was glamorous. I forgot in Vegas. It's been a few years. Everywhere, everywhere, everybody's having a smoke and it is, you know, they try to pump in like oxygen and ozone to like get it, but you can't, you can't escape it. And after 48 hours there, everything, you're just, your hair reeks a cigarette. It's like I was back in college, you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't, I can't hey. even go to breakfast without smelling the cigarette smoke at the link. This is why, oh, darling, this is why in my house, yeah, houses. You cannot smoke of any kind. And by the way, Jeremy, my friend Jeremy, not invited back to the Hamptons next summer. Like, I understand. Oh, well, he didn't know. If so, if someone smoked a cigarette in my house, I, they, I mean, I wouldn't say, I don't want to say they wouldn't be alive because that implies a lot of things, but it, it would be so bad. This was a vape, but it got so bad at one point. I was like, you will never come back. No really? one's ever coming again. I, I want no house guests this summer. Um, Vape isn't well, usually that bad. Okay. I know you hate Vegas, but are you ready for December to meet me there for the one, the only Erica J? You got to come, Sarah. I don't want to hear it. Oh, I've met Erica now twice. I met her. She was fabulous. You got to see the show, girl. 
everyone was talking about how skinny these Bravo stars are. I mean, everybody. I, I, you know, and I have to shout out, I, he didn't tell, he didn't say his name, but at the Bravos Awards, this really sweet guy came up and he goes, oh my God, I love David Yontif. And I love when you're on, you know, behind the velvet rope. And I said, ah, um, but can I, can I ask one thing? Thank you for whoever that was. Um, and by the way, the great thing about being a self-actualized person is I can truly say this in my life. I don't have FOMO. I make decisions of what, look. You like people leave hit shows all the time. I am so honored that I am wanted at BravoCon. And I have so it's again, I will stand by it. It is not for me. I would have gone with Melissa Rivers as press to do what she did with her. I appreciate the ask. At that point, it was too late. I had this wedding. I will not be going next year unless I go with Melissa or as some type of press. Melissa and I are going to go next year, she said. And you feel free to come with us. It's not that. I just won't go otherwise. Um, it was amazing. And by the way, it was like that sphere. Have you seen that giant billion dollar sphere they built? I mean, it is like amazing. I mean, Vegas, Vegas is, uh, it is Oh, it is the one of the greatest places on earth. It is so amazing. And, you know, they're building like this giant racetrack with stadium in the middle of the city. The whole place is just to die for. The food is to die for. I mean, it really is. May it's just every anything goes there. And so it's like the cigarette, the weed. It's like, oh, fuck. Hate it. Yeah. Guess. Well, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. But guess where the smoke of guess where the smell of weed is also and cigarettes is also bad in two of my homes. One is called New York City and one is called Los Angeles. <laughs> um, somebody, one of our listeners slipped into my DMs after my rant about Uber drivers and pot, and they said that, you know, it oh, is yeah, the, it's the customers that some Uber they were in an Uber and the Uber driver was complaining, and apparently it's the customers, I don't know, every fucking Uber that I get in in Los Angeles and New York reeks of pot and it's fucking disgusting. Um, can I say one thing? Here's a question I actually have because I didn't understand why Gretchen and Alexis were there. They were there just to what? Present Vicky with her, her Wifetime Achievement Award? because it's Wifetime Achievement. So Vicky Gunvalson got the first ever Wifetime Achievement Award and they brought back Gretchen. Lynn and Curtin? And Lynn and everybody, they brought wow. them all back and they came out. Well, what um, do you mean? Oh, Joe DeLarosa was there. I saw Joe DeLarosa came on stage. Lori came on stage. Gretchen Rossi came on stage. Lynn, and I think Lynn was uh, there. Yeah, but they didn't have Lynn on stage because it was oh. Gretchen. Uh, oh, it was um, it was, you know, Jesus Jugs. You know, who's Jesus? Yeah, Jugs? Alexis. You know, Alexa. That was who it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Listen to them all on Behind the Velvet Rope. Um, do we think that did Victoria cry? And do we think Victoria deserved the first Wifetime Achievement Award? Yes, she was very touched and moved. I do think she did deserve the um, Lifetime Wifetime Achievement Award. She looked great. The women rallied for her. Everybody is like hats off to her. Um, yeah, I think she does. I mean, you know, Vicky is like, and and you've said it like best. I mean, the way that Vicky has played this whole thing to be back and now being considered like to be rehired full time, potentially, I know you say like she wants a ridiculous salary, so it's looking like it might not happen. But I mean, she has played, I think she's also played this super well about staying on this show. And um, yeah, I thought she deserved it. And you know, I mean, the whole the whole Bravo sphere, the whole show is filled with snark, you know, towards all these people, men, women, 
And like Andy, they're obsessed with Captain Jason. Oh my God. If I dare one more how hot Captain Jason was. It's like he's hot, but like Who told you that? Because I had my friend. I've really this she's my friend. It's not like when I joke around. Like Luann is my friend. She was on my show. She said oh. she wanted to run into Captain Jason because she understands that he's out for her. Then everyone else slips in my DMs to tell your girl to settle down because apparently he's in everyone's DMs and he also wants Lala. And apparently he hung out with Lala one of the nights. I mean, I just don't like find him. I'm sorry, he's no John Ham to me. You know what I mean? He's like, pretty I, cute girl. I, you know, I'm in love with Schwartzy, so I don't care. Like, I Schwartz is my guy. He's tall. He's so much sexier in person than he translates on TV. He's so hot. The hottest um, guy from Vanderpump, it to me is James. James is so physically like I love a good blonde. I think James is so cute. Um, do you know, I actually appreciated James more at BravoCon. He was very fun. He brought the playfulness. Um, and you know what I appreciated about him? I thought of everybody. James was the most, I thought, gave so much gratitude to the audience and loved the fame and like played it. I actually had a better um, respect, I guess, for James Kennedy, seeing him in the two days in person. He's unlike Bethany. He's very appreciative of it all. Oh, very, very sweet. And I thought, you know, it's great to see people loving, you know, I just see, I thought there's a guy who really, I mean, the Vanderpump Rules panel was unbelievable. If we want to get into that, Let's you know, get I, into it. I actually impressed and very impressed. I do think that's a group of people that have gotten together collectively behind the scene and gone, guys. This is the greatest resurrection of all of our careers. And P.S., can we just talk about how they've all filmed with Tom Sandoval, how they all proclaimed, including Ariana, because it's coming back in January, as we know from BravoCon, they dropped the trailer. And in the trailer, they're in the same room filming a scene together about, I don't know if he almost killed their dog or he killed Are, their dog. Right, I mean, they're, they're talking actually in the scene? Yeah, and she's like, I'm going to have my lawyer deal with you now. And it, they're in the... Everything that they said they wouldn't do, they've done, which I can't come for them too hard because that's my entire life. I'm with you. Like, we always make these proclamations and then three months later, we're doing it. Not so, me anymore. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, My friend, my friend on my podcast, and now she said it on the BravoCon stage, Heather Dubrow, when she asked about, you know, will you ever return to the OC? I asked her once, never say never. She's back. Will you go to Beverly Hills? She says on the BravoCon this year, never say. That's how I, I, I'm, I'm kind of from the Heather Dubrow school of like, never say never. Oh, she's smart. Um, but that panel was unbelievable. And I think they've all gotten together and they've all realized we've hit the jackpot. We've hit the jackpot. We better ride this train as hard and as long as we can ride it. And I thought it was interesting, you know, according to Sheena, one of the other panels that Sheena was on, that they all, I guess, collectively reached out or maybe through producers had extended the invite for Rachel Levis to return and that they were not out for her, that she needed to make some amends, but they were not. I thought that was interesting. I don't know. You believe that or you don't believe that? Well, because I know Lisa kind of, Lisa, we'll get into Lisa Vanderpump shading Bethany and Lisa Vanderpump shading Raquel. She shaded Raquel about not being back. Um, I mean, look, I think Raquel is playing this all really well as well because, you know? well, look, and let me just, okay, can I just take for one minute about Bethany? I mean, about um, Vicky. I think Vicky has played this very well up to this point when she says she's not returning unless she gets the salary that she had when she left. I understand that. That's about a million dollars. So I believe she played it very well up to now. But to me, it's like, what do you really want? Because from where I'm sitting, 
Vicky's whole life is this. She was in a complete depression. Yeah. I talked to her when she was off the show. I was on her podcast. I gave her counseling on air. She was absolutely depressed. Now she's back. Now, if Vicky is playing a game and she wants as much money as possible, and between her and her new boyfriend and her lawyer, she's going back regardless. I'm okay with this scenario of asking for, you know, the same salary, knowing you're going to take whatever they give you. If she's really not going back unless she gets that and she's really going to hold out, girl, you're not getting the same salary. So I think, Vicky, my advice is you're not getting the million dollars or the $900,000 you had. So you're playing it well. But if you really want to go back, because that's you're not going to get that. And I just want to say, is Vicky playing a game and she's a great businesswoman, a great negotiator, or... Has she now gone back after one season and she's a friend of and she's part of the Trace Amigos and she forgot how fucking miserable and broken and wounded and lost in the world with no identity she was when she was off the show? I know that, you're you're, you're like wincing. You're wincing because I'm being mean to poor Victoria. I'm just trying to give her some tough love. Like if she now is trying to play a good negotiating and get as much as possible, great, more power to you because you're going to take whatever they give you. But if you really now think that you're the linchpin that fucking saved last season of RHOC and you're that important, girl, be careful because when you were off the show, you were so wounded and miserable and had no identity. And that's okay, I guess, I guess. But just be careful, Vicky. That's my advice. What do you want to say? No, I, I think that was great advice. I mean, I, I think Vicky knows, like, I, I think Vicky's all in for the fame and loves it. And I mean, look, I mean, they were treated like absolute stars. I mean, people were yelling, screaming. They were staying at the Four Seasons. I mean, the sweet parties. I mean, you know... I, I seem to run into all the house husbands again because I just didn't want to wait in the lines to meet the, the most of the women. You know, I saw Erica again. She was very sweet. Um, Jeff Lewis, as I mentioned, uh, Louis, you know, and Louis was there with his guy friends who were hammered. And they were like, do you know where Teresa is? <laughs> I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Hey, I'm Nate Thurston, and I'm supposed to write a 30-second ad that tells you everything you need to know about my podcast, Good Morning Liberty, which I co-host with Charlie, my best friend of 20 years. That's a tough feat to accomplish, but let's give it a shot. 
At Good Morning Liberty, we cover the news every day from an individual liberty perspective. We believe that you own yourself, and a tyrannical, overreaching government is the biggest threat to your liberty. If you agree, you can find a new episode every day of the week on your podcast app or by going to BernieLies.com in your browser. Everyone's been asking me why I'm in such a good mood lately. And that got me to thinking, and I think the answer really is because I haven't been sick or dizzy from motion sickness in a really long time. And that's because of Relief Band. I've had Relief Band forever, but I used to forget it or leave it at home all the time. No more. Relief Band goes everywhere I go. When it comes to nausea, you have to have Relief Band. Honestly, it's the number one anti-nausea wristband that quickly relieves and effectively prevents nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, which I have, anxiety, migraines, hangovers. It's 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and has zero side effects. Now when I'm in an Uber and there's that stop and go traffic, I'm like, keep it up, buddy. I don't care because I have on my relief band. And what I love best about relief band, you don't have to over plan for nausea relief or dose up six hours before a trip. Just bring your relief band and you're good to go. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code VELVET, you'll receive 20 percent off plus free shipping so head to r-e-l-i-e-f-b-a-n-d.com and use promo code velvet for 20 percent off plus free shipping i've been so honest with you guys over the past year about my struggle with my weight and i'll admit it for me eating is an emotional experience when i get stressed out and whatever with this job i turn to food for comfort and that's why when i heard of noom it made so much sense to me because noom helps manage weight through a psychology-based approach they understand that a lot of us eat for emotional needs so many weight loss programs that i tried focused on what i ate but noom is using science to help me understand why i eat noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term noom's psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easy to maintain. The best part, you decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. How awesome is that? Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. But I had an NBC Universal ad sales badge on, so I think that's why they thought... I was like, I, I don't, guys. But uh, anyway, <laughs> Louis was very yes, sweet. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, look, they're absolute stars. And they were fawned all over all weekend. I don't see who wouldn't want it. I really don't see. I think they're all loving it. The Bravos, they were all, you know, just rolling out the red carpet. And I mean, you just had great from Jerry O'Connell. I mean, Mike Rappaport, you know, Rachel Lindsay. I mean, every, so many people hosted these panels. I mean, they brought back Jenny Poulos. I mean, they just have, I think anyone would want to be a part of that fame. It's pretty amazing. Do you believe though, to your point that they all got together and it's a cast collective? Like, I mean, what is everyone, including Tom and including Ariana? Yeah. Oh, I think, I think a hundred percent. I mean, I think, do I you think, uh, you think that Ariana was in on it too and just said like, we're not coming for you. Just come back. Um, Wouldn't you, if you had made $2 million in endorsements, would you really fucking care? I mean, would I you would really literally like say all the time. I mean, people, if you really look, people say things about me all day, horrible things that are not true. I truly, from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of my heart, I'm bent to knees. When I say I don't care, does it seem like I care? So yeah, no, I have no 
emotions. I only see dollars and I only focus on business. I, I If I were Ariana, I would pick up the phone. I would fly to wherever Raquel is. So you're asking the wrong person because I, I would never say I would never do it. Just give me the fucking contract at a dollar and I'll do it. So, I mean, yeah. I think Ariana did that. And I think it is very obvious you Ariana absolutely hate despises Tom and I don't blame her for that I don't think Ariana like I, I'm not sure Ariana was the one that was like hey this it's cool but I, but I would believe imagined... she said sure oh 100% I'm sure producers don't you think that was part of the negotiation are would you be open are you going to do this show if Rachel comes back you know and she probably that. said yeah I mean they they all did. look I I give them credit for I feel like even being on stage, they defended Tom Sandoval. And it was a very Lala. interesting theme. Uh, it was Andy shut down. Somebody, they booed Tom at the Ask Andy the second day. And Andy like was actually visibly upset. He's like, what all right. Say? He just sort of scolded the audience. He's like, enough. I don't want to hear the boos anymore. The guy made a mistake. I've been friends with him for a decade. I'm not giving up my friendship. People cheat on people every single day. Somebody came up and said, why is it that you have criminals on <laughs> Shows. Shannon Bedol. I mean, people fawned over Shannon Bedol. Did she make a mistake? Yeah, but I mean, we, you and I've talked about this. I know how well, you feel about DUI. Yeah. I mean, it's very serious. People, but you wouldn't. What have did they say though? Wrong. Why do you have like what Teresa? You Jen have Shaw. Teresa. You have um, you know, uh, Shannon Bedol. You have uh, you know, whatever you think of Erica. A lot on. of people think Erica's a criminal. Um, you even have, though she hasn't well, been tried or tried anything. So um, what did Andy, so what was the question? Said, why do you have these people on your show? The question was, why, Andy, do you feel that these criminals or former criminals on your show get so much love, but Tom Sandoval is like, just, I mean, demonized when, you know, Love people it. cheat on people. And the, the woman turns to the audience and she goes, you know, when probably there are many people in here who have cheated on their significant other. She like looks at the audience. Andy was like, I love you. Great. Great question. Great question. Great question. I, I don't know either why it's gotten to the level that it's gotten. But LVP. Great question. LVP shut it down too. She took control of that panel and she was like, I love Tom and I love every single one of these people and every single one of them. I've been there for all their worst mistakes. All of them. They've all done it. They've all made terrible, horrible mistakes. And I said it before. Tom, and she was like, enough. He deserves credit. He's shown up. Many people would run. They wouldn't be here. But here he is facing the music. And I think that's noble. Meanwhile, I, I didn't know Andy shut it down. I, I, I knew LVP spoke out. I didn't realize he shut it down oh, and said enough a, already. Enough. There was a big collective all weekend, too, that Tom Sandoval, you know, move on. And and they would not answer questions from the past. They wanted to move it forward. Um. And then, of course, there was Ken Todd. I, I said I tried to get a photo with Ken Todd. He told me he doesn't take pictures. And now you've told me you've got like dozens of photos with Ken Todd. He told me Do- he doesn't do hundreds, photos. hundreds. Let's be nice. Ken Todd wouldn't take one with me. Come to fucking Tom Tom with me when I get back. We'll go get a Ken Todd picture for you. Wow. He shut that down real quick. He and Porsche wanted nothing to do with me. What did she say? No, darling, I don't do that. She didn't. She like the minute I came over, I was like, Ken, Ken, oh, you know, oh my gosh, you're having a great weekend. Yes, darling, yes. I go, Ken, you are, you know, look. What, oh, he goes, have you been next door to um, 
Uh, Vegas. Paris. <laughs> and I said, well, it's actually shut down for a private event. Okay, darling, you can go later. I said, Ken, you've just done such a great job. You're a terrific businessman. Would you mind if I took a photo? No, darling, I don't do. The reason I look so great, I do so well is I don't do photographs. Lies. Lies. I know. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Sarah's anyway. texting me. I'm like, that's a fucking lie. Go find him again. Okay, so I find that a very, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that question. Why? Look, and even Lala at the panel spoke up and said, you know, if I was Tom, I'd tell all of you guys in the audience to go fuck yourselves. That's like word for word what she said. Yeah. She said, he's out there, he's doing the tour, which David Yontep and Sarah Fraser have gone to see. Um, He's yeah. here. I, I agree. I agree. It's over. Move on. Who cares? I said that in the beginning. I don't care. People get cheated on every day. I mean, I'm more worried about, you know, the woman whose, you know, child is, is, is dies in a, in a, in a freak accident and finds out the next day that her mother has cancer and then the husband cheats. Like, give me someone with like a real I, we, you and I, sob story. You and I talked about that. Like, there are so many women and men that have been through the ringer and then have found out that their significant other has cheated. I, I, you know, and. Like Ariana is looking good. She's made more money than all of them. She has a boyfriend. She's got a win dancing with the stars. Probably. I mean, she's just fine. Get over it. I like, listen, I love a man in a skirt. I've always loved a man in a skirt. I love Tom for showing up Gucci, even though he had a Gucci belt on, you know, no Louis Vuitton still fine. By the way, did you buy a new Louis Vuitton computer bag that's like so cute and has this like side pocket of a mini Louis? It's like it's adorable. It's on your Instagram at behind okay, the first rope. of I'm all. So in, I'm so in love with it. Please bring it to LA. I want to borrow it. Pretend it's mine. First of all, yeah. that is a called a soft trunk. It is not a computer bag, darling. Oh, it is a okay. soft trunk. Second of all, second <laughs> of all, that is possibly the rarest Lewis that I own. It is such a rare piece. They had to, this is where being a regular customer doesn't get you everything, but they had to track down that soft trunk, which sold at, there's only like five of them in the whole world. Not really in the US. They had to track that down overseas and have it shipped to the Hampton store. It is a soft silver trunk. Everyone go look at my Instagram. And it, oh, oh it's, it's beautiful. Yes. It, like, and it has, it has a, a picture. It's a, well, it's a little soft trunk. And it has a picture of a Louis Vuitton on the bag. It is the most unique bag. I literally was like. It's I, awesome. It's. No, I'm I, jealous. That's like and, probably and, the first Louis that you have. Yeah, actually, you have another one that you wear all the time. It's like a tote that I'm jealous of. Like it's which beautiful. Color? You I mean, wore it to Craig's when we went to Craig's, and the woman was like obsessed with it at the at the like. Was it was it the for, animal? Like, was it the animal or was it pink? No, I think it's, it's like the animal one. Le- anyway. Leopard. It's like my Jersey Louis. It's called. It's called. It's called in the wild series, and it's like. It's like, yeah, it has like a leopard and giraffe. It's like, I, I call it my Jersey Louis. I'm very jealous of those bags. But anyway, um, the Vander, I'm trying to think of what other tea Vanderpump spilt on that. I mean, I will say this. The thing that I, the only criticism I would say of BravoCon, and I'm curious in past years, I, I do think the questions are very soft. Like, 
it's still warm enough in the Northeast to run outside, even though it's November. So I was running outside the other morning and there wasn't any clouds in the sky. Then out of nowhere, it started raining. And then there was a torrential downpour and I came home soaked from head to almost toe. True story, guys. But my feet were actually dry because I had on my Vessies. Vessies are 100% waterproof shoes. Rain, snow, slush, even mud, your feet and socks will stay completely dry. It's not just that they're waterproof. They are so freaking comfortable. I seriously never want to take them off. Vessies look so good. You don't just have to wear them in the rain or out. I mean, I actually wear them with regular everyday outfits when I go out at night. And now if it rains, all I need is an umbrella. My shoes and feet stay completely dry thanks to Vessi. So what are you waiting for? Replace your unsightly rain boots with a pair of everyday knit sneakers that look amazing, feel great, and still offer complete weather protection for your feet. So head to Vessi.com slash velvet and get yourself a pair today. Just go to Vessi.com slash velvet. That's V-E-S-S-I.com and get 15% off your first order. Is anyone out there trying to hire for their business on their own? I remember those days that it was like pulling teeth. But listen, I am here to tell you I can take all that pain away and the only thing you need is Indeed. Indeed has changed my life and has made hiring for this podcast so much easier. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. I no longer spend hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills. Indeed has streamlined the process for me through powerful hiring tools and has matched me with qualified candidates. I've hired editors, proofreaders, PR, marketing, ad salespeople, all for this podcast using Indeed. So join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash velvet. Offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash velvet. Just go to Indeed.com slash velvet and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Like Karamo from, was the from host. the panel. Yeah. Like the host and the panel. Yeah. I, I feel like Karamo hosted the VPR one. And to be honest, it didn't seem like he really watched the show. He didn't seem now. I don't want to criticize it because like he might not have known that he was even doing that panel till like an hour. Like they might have not really Maybe they wanted it that way. You know, they didn't want like the get the host to go deep dive. They wanted to keep it surfacey. So I can't I don't know the backstory. So I don't know if but he wasn't the only one. I, I feel like all the panelists were a little. Uh, this is they, why like, like Jerry. I mean, I love Jerry O'Connell, but Jerry, it was just so like so soft, like so soft. Well, this is another reason why for me, I personally, it's not the right fit for me because, you know, I don't need pictures with any of these people just because come on the podcast. And the alternative is then the panels. Like I find we don't necessarily learn anything new during the panels. That's my thing. Sure. We learn when, you know, Vanderpump is premiering in January and it's a great trailer. And we have Southern hospitality with Leva. And we learn that bet on blonde Erica Jane is coming back in like the spring or coming in the spring. So like, but do we really learn anything major? I, to be honest with you, right. So I, 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 I like I mean, agree with you. They were just soft, but we did. I mean, look, I mean, I loved when they asked about something about um, something about her, whether freak it isn't open. And Katie basically said, oh, we need a water heater and permits. I mean, I thought that was kind of funny. Like, 
And, you know, again, like we've obviously had our moments with Katie, but it's true. I mean, if you live in Los Angeles or California, I mean, it's. Uh, I love it here. But well, it's just the, the this state is insane. I mean, the insanity of this entire state is like it, it is like, I don't know, a movie or something. I mean, I, they common sense is completely gone. And. This place homeless. will make you like a conservative. <laughs> we have a homeless problem. We have a robbery problem. Oh, every, every, a permit problem. Like they, I do agree with them. I'm sure in West Hollywood, the absurdity of just getting a basic permit to just open a fucking sandwich, I'm sure is like atrocious. And probably the money you have to pay and the kickbacks, although that's illegal, but you know what I mean? They They have different permits you have to pay for whatever, which is all the legal way of doing that. Do you know what? Uh, I agree uh, with the women. I think it's absurd. Go on. No, that was, you know that was what I thought was interesting from the weekend was now I have asked every single person who's ever come on my podcast from Beverly Hills housewives who knows both Lisa and Kyle. I found it interesting that Lisa said, you know, listen, people have rough patches and it may not really be over for Kyle and Mauricio and just, you know, it's not like she she basically you know she doesn't wish them any harm. I thought that was interesting and I'm like, you know, Kyle Richards, where are you? Like make some response. Say, well that was nice of Lisa. Like I see this as a minor step towards reconciling LVP and Kyle. Does anyone else feel this way? Excuse me. It wasn't the nicest. It wasn't the nicest statement because the headline is that. But if you actually read the actual statement, she said, which we've all know, I've heard many things over the years about Mo Mauricio. We all have that live in L.A. and Hollywood and Beverly Hills, which is true. David Yontef, boots on the ground, has heard these things. Lots of things about lots of extracurricular activities that this man is involved in. So she did say that the headline wasn't as positive as it's made out to be. And she, but then she did go on to say, who knows if they're true? Well, I don't know why you're even bringing it up. Shady LVP. I mean, not that Kyle is not shady. I'm team nobody here, but she did say, you know, like I don't wish them any harm. And so I feel Kyle Richards, where are you? Some interviewer somewhere, her best friend fucking fumbled the ball when she had five minutes with her behind the scenes. Her best friend, that that melon ball, that's the question you should have asked Teddy instead of all this other regurgitated shit that we already know. Teddy did some behind the scenes, you know, that she was interviewing people there. That's the question to ask. Would you like to respond to LVP? She said, you know, she doesn't wish you guys any harm and you're just going through a rough patch and she's really, you know, wishing you you know, nothing but the best or whatever she said. I would have taken LVP's words and read them to Kyle and say, Kyle Richards, I'm going to shut up now. What is your reply to Teddy Mellencamp? I mean, to to Lisa Vanderpump. But Teddy didn't do that. I thought that was interesting. I mean, there was a lot of good tea. Apparently Heather Gay answered how she got that black eye. Did you, are you familiar with that story? Well, what did she say? Let me play, let me play. I mean, do we even care how she got it? But I mean, I'm curious now, now that you brought it up. Because I have something else to say if you're looking right. for that. Well, no, I'll- I mean, look for it. Like, let, let's, 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 let's listen. But while you look for that, um, you know, I'll, I'll look it up. 
You know what I also found very interesting? I mean, I assume she wasn't kidding. I find the most exciting thing other than this LVP thing, the most exciting thing to come out of BravoCon weekend for me was that the Grand Dame has announced that she is starting a Grand Dame school. I assume that's real and that wasn't a joke. So now all you mini Grand Dames that are listening to this, if you want to become a Grand Dame, you can reach out to Miss Huger and there will be a Grand Dame school. Oh my God. I, I, I want to go. Let's go. Can we go? Like, is this like virtual or do we have uh, to go to Potomac? All I know is because we know what happens when I read something, I hear something, I file it. You asked me last week about Leah, you know, yesterday about Leah's claims. I said, Sarah, it's not that I don't want to answer that. I need to read what Leah is saying as a lawyer before I give my answer. This is one of those situations too. I heard it. I said, file a footnote and investigate this. And here we are on air. Can someone please look into this and see? I mean, I, I assume she wasn't joking. She says she already has a grand dame, a, a junior grand dame, and it's her daughter who's killing it in modeling in New York. Her daughter is like oh. modeling. Yeah, her daughter's like really. When I met Miss Huger and I wanted a picture with her and the daughter at some point, she was like, be kind to my baby. Be kind to my baby if you post that. I was like, girl, I'm not going to say anything bad about your daughter. Um, I think it's a real thing. I think there's a Grand Dom school that is starting. And if so, yes, would you like to join the school with me? We can become Grand Doms. I mean, I don't know if it's virtual, but do we have access to Miss Huger for like a few hours? And is this like some school that's like thousands of dollars? All I know is, you and I talk about starting like a consulting business about how to make tons of money in podcasting. And you say, David, my friend, Mark Cuban, this is a direct quote from you, Sarah, that your friend, Mark Cuban told you, do not give away secrets for free. So you and I have talked about this. I think even for $5,000, we shouldn't do it and say, this is how we make our money in podcast. And it's very obvious how you make money, but David and Sarah do well, there's a lot of tricks and tips. There's a lot of tricks, guys. Don't know. So I don't know uh, if Mark, the good on job. Mark Cuban also always calls BS. He always says, it, like, more so to TikTok people, like, there's always the TikTokers, like, I made $40,000 in one month and I can show you how. And it, Mark always says, if someone's making 40 grand a month, they are not sharing with you how they are doing. If they are really making, Mark says most of these people are full of shit. And if you've made that money, you are not going on for $199 and offering people a program. He says that they're full of shit. So I, right, I just 40 I, grand. What's for 40 grand a month time? Four times 12 is what? 480 grand. Okay. Yeah. No, you're not. They're not. And I will say, you know, I always think, what do I want from the Kardashians now? Like I want Chris and Kim to like take people's businesses and tell them what they're doing, but they're never going to do that because they're giving you, they give away the playbook and they're never going to give away the playbook ever, ever, ever. It's like Bill Belichick. It's like all these people that have had tremendous success, they're never going to give away the the playbook. And uh, that's and why you true. and I are not doing our consulting business. Oh, I would charge like you and I have done it and you should charge even more than me because you've taught me so much, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would probably do it for like 25,000. If somebody wanted to hire me for $25,000, I would tell you exactly how you can make six figures every single year um, for podcasting. I wouldn't do it for any less. It's not worth, I would never give up my secrets because somebody like, that's what Chris and Kim are genius. Like you and I could take anyone out there. Who's a podcaster. Who's listening right now. Who's making like, I don't mm -hmm. know, 90,000, whatever. And I'm not saying it's not a lot, but I'm saying we could, 
I can yeah, make most you, podcasters I can make, people. right. Whatever you're making, I can make you five times the amount of money in podcasting that you're making right now. So could you, if you gave me whatever and I, you came to my school, but, but you'd I, have to I, over, so I, I, tons you'd have of to money, so tons, much. I mean, there's just tons. no way I'd give away the playbook, but anyway, um, I did think some other highlights of the weekend. What did you make of, did you see the clip of Andy Cohen talking about Mary Cosby and he doesn't know how sustainable yes. her, um, lack of participation is. I thought that was telling. Give me for your a man. Well, no, I saw that for a man that's saying like, yeah, like, you know, we're going to see girl, you know, Carolyn Manzo and then the person's like, when? And he's like, well, I hope we do. And for someone who's like, my heart says I have love for Nini, but yeah, let's keep it for all these big answers that he gives. Well, Ramona, she filmed Roni. We're going to see her for all these big answers. Yeah, I feel that one was less vague. And he's like, I just don't know how sustainable it is, her lack of participation. I also felt that he, because he did reference the Z-Way, um, Mary Cosby appearance on Watch What Happens. Um, and I did, I, 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 I found him on Watch What Happens during that episode. I do think he gets a little annoyed. Like, I think Andy is when he says, like, look at your 85,000 people, 8,500, you know, um, I don't want to talk about Bethany. Let's keep it positive. I don't know how authentic that is, that he really cares about the people and their happiness and entertaining them. I think it really cares about, you know, the children and the paycheck. But I, I, I get what he says. Like, I do think it annoys him when you're not, like kissing the ring and someone that doesn't want to participate. Like, I, I think he got a little annoyed with Mary at that watch what happened. I, I thought that was very telling. Like, I, I just thought that was very telling. Like, I'm not sure he's here for Mary as much as we are. Like, I don't know. I thought that was very fortuitous. Like mm. they're not going to put up with, um, the lack of like, I mean, he just said, you know, how long is it sustainable if she doesn't like any of the women and it's going to get worse this season? Like, is that something people want to watch? We do. And maybe it will continue. Maybe Andy doesn't have the be all end all say, but I thought that was, that was like a real true moment, right? I don't think he's as wild about Mary Cosby as we all are. I don't think he's a fan. And honey, when you say we all, you mean David, Sarah, and lots of other people. But every time we talk about Mary, trust me, the comments on that YouTube, there's a lot of people that feel the same way Andy does that. Like, it's not like it's a landslide. You and me and a lot of people agree with us, but a lot of people are like, why is this woman there? She's rude. She won't participate. Get her the fuck off the screen. So it's, I think Mary is a mixed bag. I think a lot of people feel the same. I thought that was interesting. Yep. Okay, then I have to ask you about ask. your friend, uh, you know, your friend. your close friend, Jill Zarin. You know, yes. Mr. Cohen, Mr. Cohen also says that he has receipts that they were invited to Bobby's funeral. Do you have any insight you can share with us? He came on, he goes, I will show the receipts. And Jeff Lewis backed him up and he said, there is no way that they were at Ms. Zarin's at, at Bobby's funeral without permission because every single person that walked in had to agree to be filmed. There had to be signs up. There is no way that they could have been on the premises or around or filming people without without her knowledge. Thoughts? Well, we all know that I do text with Jill Zarin. So that did happen and I did have some things to say behind the scenes and reach out to some people. So I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. But I can tell you that I find what Andy says 
to be incorrect. And I find everything Jill says on this matter to be correct. How about that? How about, how about that for an answer? I disagree with Andy and I do not think that that is, I, I agree with Jill on this. That's I was smiling that you asked this because you're going to get me in trouble, girl. But I really do agree with Jill. So that's my knowledge of the situation. I disagree with Andy on that. Uh, what do you make, too, of this is just coming out from BravoCon that Kelly Ben Simone in a panel says that uh, Bethany called her and asked her to be on the podcast on Just B. You surprised? Oh, wow. Okay. Thoughts? No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm thinking about it. Listen, we'll get into this when we get into reality reckoning, but you saw, you know, and this is a very top line in the Vanity Fair article. Ebony said, you know, and fuck Bethany Frankel, meaning like she ain't speaking for me. Like Ebony's a media, she's been in media before Bethany was born. She doesn't need Bethany to speak for her. Bethany then shared a screenshot, which I already saw of when like Ebony reached out to her from like three years ago or whatever. And then Ebony, you know, to say like, Oh, she wants me to go fuck myself. Why is she reaching out to me? And then Ebony shared the actual real screenshot where since the vanity fair article came out or whatever, or right before Bethany reached out to her and said, so do you understand what I'm saying? Bethany said, well, she says to fuck me, but look, she reached out to me, which was from like three years ago. The date was there. What she didn't include was the bottom part, and Ebony included it, where Bethany then reached out to her like three days before the Van Affair before it being like, hey, sorry I didn't see your message. You, you have a minute to chat? So I believe Bethany, look, she had Jill Zarin, big splash, Bethany and Jill. You had Nene Leakes, big splash. You know what I mean? Like she sued Bravo. You know, she's against the, the hierarchy. She's against the regime like Bethany is. She had Raquel Levis, big splash. Who are her next big splashes? I believe she reached out to Ebony regarding this, thinking she could be a big splash. Ebony says, fuck you. I don't need you. It's not going to be on your platform. The other one that I have in my mind will put off, but Kelly, no, this is a, this is a long way of me saying like, oh my God, David, why didn't you think of this? Yeah, I absolutely believe that. Who makes a splash after Nene, after Raquel, after Jill? I got it. Scary fucking go to sleep island this is the problem with bethany now everyone will come for me they came for you now they're going to come for me the problem with bethany is she thinks that she is as she says the most successful financially maybe but she thinks not to take it back to the brass monkey and the whole scene but she thinks she's up here And everyone else is down there. So when she reaches out to an Ebony, she doesn't expect a fuck Bethany. She expects a let me kiss the ring. When she reaches out to a a Kelly, she expects, oh my God, I'm Kelly. I'm desperate. I've been off the show for this many years. This is the big housewife. I get to go on the big podcast with Bethany. So the thing is, when she reaches out to these people, she doesn't realize like you, I wouldn't be shocked if she reached out to Carol Raswell. True. I mean, you that, know, anything think for about real. it. That makes a splash. Scary fucking island. 
Kelly's reputation was ruined from that. Kelly came on my podcast, love her. Nobody seemed to really have, that didn't seem to do her any good. Go and listen to the, the episode. I thought she was lovely, but all these people listening came for Kelly and said she's just as bad as she was when she was on the damn show. So yeah, that would be huge, huge. She would have, Kelly, she would show up. She would have a thing of jelly beans. She would say, oh, let me, let me, let, let's reenact who's a, yeah, that would be huge. So I believe it. To be honest with you, you know who I think her, her next victim is? Do you know who I think she's going to get on the podcast next? Who? Ramona Singer. I think she's going to be trying uh, for Ramona next. Genius. That's genius. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. There's, yeah, that's really good. Does she want Kelly? Absolutely. The week after Kelly didn't get back, she would have taken her. I bet you she's going to think about it. Brony to Roni. Now, I mean, she already commented and said, it's funny. Did you see her comment where she said, riddle me this? I think it literally said, it said, riddle me this. If Ramona is disinvited to, to BravoCon for being a racist, Andy Cohn went on. Did you see that? Where there was a social media page that said like, it was like some meme and they were like, shocker, Ramona's housewives drink and Ramona's racist. Shocker. And Andy put a smiley face on that, an LOL. Oh. Yes. Now, Leah, oh. Mc, Leah McSweeney has spoken out and said that she was disgusted that Andrew takes this racism, that he laughs at it. So Bethany then said, riddle me this. If Ramona is disinvited to BravoCon for being a racist, shouldn't Andy be disinvited to BravoCon for laughing at a meme that is saying Ramona's racist and housewife's drink? You get it? Then she went on to say, Andy Cohn, you're going to finally feel like what it is to be a housewife because this is what happens. Every move you make on social media, someone's going to tear you down. I don't know why she's trying to make him feel like he's a housewife. It's like, it's not really his job, but I get her. So that was her point. So once she said that, she kind of went on, I think, to like stick up for, it was like sticking up for Ramona. Like if she can't be banned, she's banned. Why aren't you banned? I guarantee you her next target is Ramona Singer. I guarantee you she's going to want Ramona. Ramona hasn't made one comment yet. She's going to want Ramona to break exclusive. her silence. Yeah, an exclusive. You watch. You heard it here first. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go and continue this conversation with Sarah Frazier, are we forgetting something? Uh, R-H-O-N-J. Well, guess what? All of that is going to be discussed tomorrow on Patreon only. Trey was booed when she said the chapter with Joe is closed. She has said on the red carpet there all weekend, the chapter's closed forever. But she was booed. Another fan of the audience came at the panel for Jennifer, asked why she was so far up Teresa's ass. Jennifer's then uh, basically calling out to this person from stage, big boy. She's referring to this person as big boy. Teresa gets involved. People are now saying that these people are plants and Joe and Melissa planted people at the Teresa, only in Jersey, at the Teresa panel to boo her. Apparently the Joe and Melissa panel, nobody was even at. <sighs> this text is now surfacing that Margaret threatened Jackie and said, remember everything that I did for you and that Teresa did to you. Remember that before you take the stage tomorrow. Oh, we we gotta, got to, of course, I have a lot to say about this, guys. I have a lot of thoughts. You guys really don't like Margaret. Man, the other day people were on my YouTube and I made two 
innocent comments and now that's being reposted. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I got a lot to say. Apparently in the text, this person that they're saying, you guys are all saying is Margaret. This person also allegedly Margaret said to Jackie, if you take that stage and you malign me, the truth with Evan will come out. I have proof about Evan and the cheating rumors. I know how much money you're worth talking about exposing money. We also talked about the whole thing. Teresa and Louie are now saying, or Teresa is now saying that Melissa started the rumor that Louie first asked Alexia from Miami out. Now this whole thing with Marge is resurfacing about whether it's AI or not. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. But yes, we purposely have not talked about Jersey here today with Sarah Fraser or yesterday on our BravoCon discussion because that is all going to be tomorrow. We are getting to the bottom of did Margaret do this? Did she send this text? Is it AI? Why was Teresa booed? Is it real booze? Were these plants by Melissa and Joe? Were their panels really dead? We have so much New Jersey BravoCon to talk tomorrow, and we're going to talk other things. So that is tomorrow on Patreon. All right, I'm sorry I interrupted Sarah Frazier. Now let's continue our conversation with Miss Frazier. And get ready for tomorrow, Patreon, R-H-O-N-J, BravoCon edition. Look at Sarah. You know this is true. Kelly Bensimone. Uh, listen, Kelly is really selling a ton of real estate in New York and the Hamptons. Like she's yeah, actually I know, yeah, really, I, Kelly's not going to do it. I, I have a weird feeling. I don't think she will. Kelly is like that. I don't think Carol Raswell will do it. Ramona. I don't know. That one might happen. Watch you watch my words. Ramona's going to do Bethany's podcast. That'd be huge. Um, one last topic. What did you make of the slip of Kyle Richards talking about how difficult it was going through a divorce with um, yeah. Mauricio? Uh, she broke down on stage. She left the stage at one point. She came back. She let slip in an interview that this divorce has been so difficult and then separation. Did she leave the stage at some point? Yes, she did. Yes. Yes. Day three. Why? Just because it got too uh, bad about. Yeah. Mauricio? Talking about him. Talking about. Um. Uh, well, what... I think they're divorced or heading to divorce. Yes. So it's over, you think? Yes. I don't agree. I mean, Kyle has spoken out against Jeff. I don't agree that she hates him. I do think that, you know, this person was in your life and will always be in your life. I believe, whereas Dorit says, you know, a Dor what about Dorit and uh, Lisa Barlow's very strange, awkward moment? Where Lisa Barlow tried to, to fangirl and crash Dorit. Like, Dorit, that was so weird. Yeah, that was so weird. I mean, did Dorit know who the fuck she was? I don't think so. I actually don't. Oh Do you? I, I thought I Dorit looked so. really off. And I actually felt like Dorit looked a little nervous. Like, who is this? Is this a yeah, fan? Yeah. Or I, I agree. It was very awkward. She didn't realize she was a housewife, I don't think at all. I don't think so either. Doreen ain't sitting home watching Salt Lake Housewives. Um, but I, I think you're right, Kyle. And I think Kyle and Mauricio are going through a divorce, which she let slip and basically said going through this divorce has been the di most difficult thing and then sort of tried to backtrack. And and I'd forgotten this, but I also think, you know, Kyle into more that her life changed, not because of Morgan, but because of that friend, the dear friend that she had that committed suicide a year ago. Lauren, Lauren Shea or something. Did she say that? Yeah. Yeah. She talked about how that was the catalyst for her, her life change, everything, the fitness, the reassessing the marriage and everything. I've I could see, 
I could see the fitness being the opposite. I I could see someone just letting it all go, being like, who cares if I'm, according to Sarah, you should not judge yourself based on your weight. I, I could see someone just being like, who cares? It doesn't matter if I'm fat, thin, like just life is, life doesn't matter. She but says, I guess she took- My best friend to suicide changed me. Okay, well, I said it was Kathy Hilton, so I guess I was wrong. Remember my theory that she broke away from Kathy and finally feels free, and now she's just going to break away from Mo's control and him saying, Pooh Bear, you're not allowed to get another tattoo, Pooh Bear. You know the rules. Um, oh, was it Love Bug? Excuse me. Love bug. So, um, okay. Well, love I- be- Sorry, Love Bean. Love Bean. Oh, I've never heard the term... Love I've never heard that used in my life. Um, do, what what do I think? I think that that was an absolute Freudian slip, and it's very clear what is happening. You're actually going through a divorce, Kyle. Like, you don't just let that slip. And I'm sure she knows how the media works, and she's like, "Holy fucking shit!" And the minute she went backstage or af- off the carpet, she texted Mauricio, "I fucked up." Deny, deny, deny. She also was really hurt about him. I mean, I watched that Watch What Happens clip again. She's really hurt about him. I didn't realize how hurt she was with him holding the hand up. I mean, I, I knew it, but I didn't realize it was that. And I think that's such bullshit because you've been flaunting this Morgan thing in everyone's face. Um, I think she's with Morgan. I don't think it's all staged. And uh, I think it's not necessarily going to last forever. Um, with a woman who is 28, I think she doesn't mean any, not putting any labels after sexuality, but I think that regardless of all of that, her and Mauricio are done. It is over. They're getting divorced. When Dorit says, I'm not separating with PK, I tend to believe her way more I than do. I, I like, think, look, I right? mean, they're, yeah, I, I think, I think Dorit and PK really love each other. I do. I mean, do I think there's trouble in paradise in the, like, I don't know, right? Are the financial rumors true? I mean, that that's probably the most challenging part of their marriage, I would say, is like, dude, I don't care. I mean, you know, if you're, they're over a million dollars in IRS, you know what I mean? Honey, I'd be sweating. Oh my Lord. My pits would be sweating. My crotch would be sweating. I mean, I hate, I've been audited by the IRS. Sweetie, that was too much. I don't believe in debt. It's no way to live. They love to get you on the phone and they are relentless. And oof, I I don't play with them. So I I would not want to be, I cannot imagine that's a comfortable place. But some people don't mind debt. Some people are like, that ain't nothing. So I don't know, you know, but I think their finances certainly seem to be um, an ongoing issue and they love to live large, which who doesn't, honey? But I, I think they're very much in love. I think they'll work it out. Um, it was a pretty amazing BravoCon, I've got to say. It was, we, it was, we, I don't even think we're done. I mean, like, you know, when we do another show, we're going to, there's still things left over we're going to have to talk about. All right. Well, and listen, I'm not, we like, aunt, it might be time, girl, that we got this right. out of the way. We might start diving into this Vanity Fair article because it's, it. I'm, I'm curious to talk about it. So, why I, I I might be you know how you got mad at me and I when I made you listen to like Bethany's whole interview with Nini all three parts I might be asking you to get out a pen and paper and read the Vanity Fair article and take notes and come fully and then I'll be able to answer your question about Leah. I'm so bored. I, I was know, so but, bored. But- I had to come back so many times to it. I was just so, I was still trying to think of. I got to go back and look at what was criminal about Leah. Why is she suing? I can't. 
I know I, when I read it, I, all I said was, I think she is going to get a settlement. That's where I came to with that. But I, I need to, just, everybody, please give me a few days. <sighs> Sarah, you got to get some sleep, girl. I see you. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. All right. Loving you and leaving you. Talk to you very soon. Bye, David. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.